Italiano. So let's see if I can try this again. The nomad. Oh, this word is so hard. It's like 12 letters. Denominazione de origine. Nope, nope, can't do that one either. Dang. Here's the deal. I think I actually have a really good Italian accent, but when it comes to it, this language, I can't do it. I mean, I've actually had like fruit, like peaches from Georgia. Well, yeah, they have peaches in Georgia, but I'm saying like, oh, she's a Georgia peach. I mean, she's like a, a good looking woman from down south. I thought, I thought, I don't know. I don't know. I've never been. That sounds misogynistic and I'm not here for that in 2024. Leave that in 2023, sir. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> this is Our Daily Red, a podcast during which we drink a bottle of red wine. Or maybe two. We talk about something we read today. We're listening to. Let's be honest. How much are we reading these days? And we try to get into a provocative conversation and we try not to blow up our marriage doing so. If we're healthy, which we haven't been (laughs) the last couple of months. So I think I, I have good feelings about today's recording. We're healthy. We're alive. Oh, you mean because you're like phlegmy, congested recordings? Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. Boop, boop, boop. I thought boop, you were talking boop, about boop. the state of our marriage. Like if we're, if we have a healthy state of our marriage. Well, no. I did notice you didn't do a whole lot to take care of me when I was sick for the last three months. And that really does sit rent free in my brain. I blame you for being sick. And so what am I going to do to... See, everyone, he's a jerk. This, however, this this is a this is a this is the New Year's uh, first podcast of the New Year. This Yay! Is the New Year's... Happy New Year! That was pretty good, actually. Yeah, I'm charming. <laughs> Obviously, don't so, you forget it. So yeah, I just gave the like the little like rundown of what this podcast usually does, but this is a different one. We're not going to do the exact this same is a thing. Special. This is a, this is a uh, New Year's special. Yeah, New Year, new podcast ish. Not really. It's what? just a little different. I'm it's trying just... to do like a New Year, New You thing. I'm overcompensating. No, it's the same thing. New Year, same thing. And that's actually that's actually kind of part of the theme, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because you and I, we've never really been big believers in New Year's resolutions. Like like no. your life's gonna change because the Gregorian calendar flipped over to a new year. I've never put a lot of stock into it, and I know that most people fail, so it's silly. You could change your life today, tomorrow. You could have done it on November 6th. You could do it on February 12th. Or June 2nd, 2023. What's that? That was my last day of employment at Amazon.com. Oh, there's that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, There's also, you know, your birthday. That's just a better marker in your own life. You can mark your year. This is my 38th year. This is my, whatever, 21st year. What am I going to do this year? However, however, here's what I'm going to say. Well, I don't put a lot of stock in like the Gregorian calendar flipped over to January 1. And so I need to have some sort of big storyline. I do enjoy and think there's value in at the end of a year reflecting back reflect back on 2023 and say, what did I accomplish this year? What do I love about this year? And everybody feels pretty good about that. Here's some pictures. Here's this trip I took. Here's here's something that I did that was new and different this year. And so if you you can project ahead 12 months and think, 
I will want to look back on 2024 fondly, then it makes sense to say, what can I do to take action to make sure I have something to look back on? Make sure I have something to be proud of. Yeah. Even if it's like a trip that I've wanted to do or a skill I've always wanted to learn. And it's not a resolution like for a better me, new new year, new me. No, that's that's too that's too big and um existential. It could just be I would like to look back on this year and say this is the year I learned to play backgammon. Okay, great. So set a goal to play backgammon. Ew. Who wants I, that as their I'm trying to set the bar low. Oh, that's real low. <laughs> Yikes. So in that in that respect, I think it, it is worthy to look forward to a year and say, I'm looking. I'm gonna purposefully look forward to this. Yep. Not I, not I'm gonna change myself. Yeah. Not like I'm gonna change the world. But like, I want something to look forward to and therefore look back on. And I'm going to do that with purpose. It's like a, a goal or a. And it, and to be honest, it's a very timeless human element as we come out of the winter solstice which i think was right when we had our last uh recording and the light starts come uh, returning to the world we have more daylight and during the day and i think it is a really important time to think okay i've reached basically zero right like this is the darkest it's going to become what is what is me who am I at my brightest? And so what are our aspirations we want to reach as we gear towards, you know, June 21st? When the sun is at its peak, how do we get there? That wasn't an arbitrary date you just threw out, was it? Nope. June 20, ugh, June 21st is the summer solstice. Don't sigh like you're disappointed with well, me. I that was a prompt. That was a prompt. Oh. I know what you meant. No, you didn't. Yes, I you did. You gave me a look like... What the fuck is she talking about? That was a prompt okay. for the listeners. For the listeners who don't know, June 21st is when the sun will be at its peak. And then it will be darker every day between June 22nd and December 21st. But it was December 21st, just a, a few days ago when we had our darkest moment. And we're going to, and we, so we yeah. are getting brighter. Yes. Yeah, so we're not necessarily we here in the PNW. are getting brighter. We should think about that. Like. How do we as as individuals, as creators, as forces for good, how do we get brighter? And then once June twenty first hits, fuck it, then mission accomplished, back to the dark days. Well that whole thing is like I can recognize what's happening in nature, the whole like, oh, that's also happening in me, that's the woo woo crap that I, I you you lost me. Pour your goddamn glass of wine. Oh yeah. So I don't want to talk about this wine. <laughs> this wine that we happen to be drinking at the moment is just running the mill. Hey, it's it's a Barolo. Is it? It's a Barolo. It's a Rosso. It's like a it's cheap from Italian. Barolo. But I did want to mention, as we think about the year and recap, I can't pronounce it. Um, some of the great bottles of wine we have drunk recently, and I'll just mention one. We went and visited our friends over the Christmas time. We visited our friends, Aaron and Amelia, and Aaron opened a couple of really nice bottles. There was one in particular, a Literai Pinot Noir, that's L-I-T-T-O-R-A-I from, I think, Sonoma, and it was a 2014 Pinot that he opened up, and oof, it had like gasoline on it, and I say that in a good way. It was really interesting. It, It tamed over the time the bottle was open. 
and it was really memorable. We we drink a lot of wine, and a lot of it just goes. Was it? I don't remember it at all. Oh, really? Maybe I had too much eggnog. I think you were you were going over on the eggnog, and 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 there was there was also gluvine. You made a great gluvine. But I didn't drink any of you it. You didn't drink it, but you made it. Um, and for those who don't know what gluvine is, it is the um, German slash Austrian warm mulled wine that you get at Christmas markets uh, during the winter time of the year. So you basically take a, a, a red wine, uh, orange peel or orange zest, some spices, the winter spices like uh, clove, cinnamon. Um, Ashley made it based off of the uh, Austrian, like literally the official Austrian Visitors Bureau official recipe. Big hit. Really delicious. I'm pausing because Ashley has run out of the room. I forgot to introduce you, by the way. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think I need any introductions at this point. Great. I don't think you do either. She's her. I'm him. Yeah. Him's and hers. Oh, wait. Nope. That's copyrighted, I think. Boop. Trademarked. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> so what we what we plan to bring to you this episode, in that it's the first few days of 2024, the new year, we asked a number of our friends to tell us what they are looking forward to in the new yeah. year. And a number of our friends were kind enough to send us over recordings and talk about something they're looking forward to or planning for the new year. Yep. And we have not listened to these yet. We're going to listen to these and then um, hopefully, you know, criticize them and pan them and (laughs) and ridicule our friends. That's horrible. No way. Shade thrown around (laughs) the globe. We're not doing that. We're gonna we're gonna encourage them. We're gonna be so happy. We're gonna encourage that they shine in 2024. So roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> <laughs> you were expecting you know, I've, that. I've I've also decided. I've decided <laughs> that comment reminds me that I came up with something today. So I go by Barker. Yep. And I grew up my entire life uh, being asked if I was related to Bob Barker, the, do I say erstwhile? The um, one time. No, he was not erstwhile. I don't know what that was. The one time and long time host of The Price is Right. Not one time. He was the long time. Yeah, yeah. But once. But was, one, no. No, one, you once. He was one? the one. I mean, you mean once. He was once was. One time. No, no, I don't mean one time. I mean. I think you mean former. I mean, he was the one-time host. Like he, he, But you're making it sound like he was the host one time. No, for the I think Rice. when you he say... He did it for like 35 fucking years. I think when you say one time, it means like... No, I, 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 you've maybe, got it wrong. Maybe it's my enunciation what I'm saying. But you say, you say he was the one-time host. Yeah, he was the host. No. At, at, at one point in time, he was the host. Okay. One point in time okay, is great. different than the long, one I said time. one time and long time. I mean, he's not... I mean, he's no longer the host. He's Just, no longer the host. He's dead. See, everybody, He's this dead. is what it's like in our household. Fighting over He's words. dead. My God. So here's, let me get back to my the point. The Barker estate is going to come after us. What I would say <laughs> growing up and into my into my adulthood when people would say if I was related to Bob Barker, I'm not, by the way, I would say the no. The price is wrong, Bob. You probably got that one a lot. No, not at all. Oh, really? Never. 
Oh. What I would say is no. Hey, are you related? Wait, sorry. No, no, no. Hey, get, let me get that thought out for crying out loud. Jesus. Woof. Okay. When people would ask me if I'm related, I would say no, but I do spay and neuter my pets. Oh, yeah. And so this is my point. Some people don't get that anymore. And for the first time about two weeks ago, when I said my name was Barker, people, someone asked me, oh, like Travis Barker? Oh. Who, if you don't know, demographics, I don't know who's listening here, is the drummer for Blink-182. Yeah. A band, my band used to open the up for. The dude with the neck tattoos. Well, whole full body tattoos. Yes, like the only thing he doesn't have tattoos is like on his There are some. Face. I think there's a here, a here, whatever. The point is, I've decided I have to divide the world into the Bobs and the Travises. Are you a Bob or a Travis? It's kind of like with our dog Dharma, where people ask, is it Dharma and Greg? Or was it the Dharma initiative from the show Lost? But both of those are probably aging out. I think there's young people who wouldn't give us either one of those. And, and, and by the way, everybody, both are wrong. Both are wrong. <laughs> um, we have very um, illiterate friends who only watch TV and don't it's read books. the Barma, Dharma, <laughs> ah, Dharma Bombs by Jack Kerouac. In any case, we're so intellectual. I have to split the world into Travis's and Bob's. And that means, are you a Bob, an older person, or a Travis, a younger person? And I would think the roll the beautiful bean that footage is a so Bob sad. reference. Roll that beautiful bean footage is, it's just like, it was on all the time with the talking golden retriever. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to play these. We're going to talk about them. And then we'll give our own look forward to 2024. Okay. Yeah, we'll give our spiel on it. We love it. And once again, thank you to our December sponsors, the Counting Crows. <laughs> Wherever you may be. Hello, our Daily Red Pod. I'm James. Uh, I live in London. First time caller, long time listener. Um, one thing I'm particularly looking forward to about next year is to do some travel, um, both personal and professional. Uh, with work, I'm going to go to some spots I've never been before, which is always really cool. Very excited about that. And the family, we are planning a trip to the US West Coast. Bit of a fly and drive. So far, it's only full of things that I want to do, like wineries and cocktail things that I need to tick off my bucket list. But uh, I'm sure Arthur and uh, Roxana will add some stuff too. I really miss that voice. So the first thing I want to say to James, oh. we live on the U.S. West Coast. Yeah, James, what the fuck, man? How is this the first we're hearing of this? And he says, oh, only things I want to do. And like, one of those see things, me? He didn't list. James? Visit Ashley. He didn't list that as, I, uh. I feel like I feel like wineries definitely put that at the top, James. Maybe before cocktails, maybe it's like, it's like wineries, Ashley. Cocktails. Can I just give a personal note yeah. on this one? So I I interviewed over 300 candidates when I was at Amazon. And I hired I helped hire over 50 people. Wow. There. Really? Like yeah, I mean I was a super recruiter for the company and I I really loved it. And I hired James James onto my team and I think James was one of my very best hires I ever did. And it's not necessarily because of the skills that he brought. It's because he's a good fucking person. And I think this is for anybody out there. Like, 
if you're a good person, find a way to have that shine through. I'm like getting emotional just thinking about it because I there's certain people that I've hired that I hired during my nine years at Amazon that I'm just like Ernesto, Rachel, Carrie. Like I just have these certain people that I hold in my heart because I feel so personally involved in their lives and Jenny call it like I have just like this list that goes on and I think James is one of that so I hear his voice and I just my heart just got really happy I don't know that I've heard his voice before great voice I just immediately wanted to hear him talk more James is James is a really great human being so that's why I'm even more upset by the fact that he's coming to the West Coast and he hasn't fucking told me or planned part of his itinerary <laughs> around seeing me, James. I will say, though, that travel is a fantastic thing to plan for. Because you know, to do travel right, and, and we've talked about this, you could go somewhere as a tourist and just do the touristy things and go from the airport to the hotel and to the museum. But what what's really great is travel, I mean, I don't know. James didn't sound that old. I don't know why he has something he calls a bucket list. But like where you're actually, you're looking for experiences that you want to have. You're you're looking for not just the tourist experience, but, but you know, one of the things we've talked about is like, how cool would it be to go to Oaxaca, Mexico and take a, like a mole making class, learn how yeah. to mo- make mole because we love mole. That's where it comes from. That's yep. cool. Uh, yeah, if you're going to come to California and you love wine, go to Napa. Do the tastings. Have that experience. You know, uh, ask for a hookup. Hello, James. Sorry. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know. That is so weird. I don't know why that started over again. <laughs> James seems like a rascal. Seems like a, James is a rascal. little prankster. <laughs> I agree that I think it's not, and you and I were talking about this tonight with trying to figure out our own 2024 travel plans, is it's not necessarily about hitting the sites, which you and I have done. We've done that when we traveled through Europe, like when you and I have separately traveled through Japan. It's not necessarily about hitting the sites. It's about the experiences. So James, as you listen to this, just reach out to me, WhatsApp me. I will give you some list of experience. Although I'm trying to think of what they would be, but ugh. speaking of travel, one of your sorority sisters sent us a really great look to the new year that is about making travel more meaningful. Yes. So just a little back backstory of Katie. Katie is uh, someone that I met when I was in college. I always had a ton of respect for her like moral compass. She always was uh, very strong in her convictions, but also just like really subtle in how she presented things. Maybe it's that San Diego upbringing, just, just kind of chill. Uh, and so when I was thinking of people to ask about what was coming up for them in 2024, Katie was top of mind because she's always been really adventurous, but always really pragmatic in what she wants to do. So I thought this would be really interesting to see what she wanted to do this year. All right, here she is. This is Katie from Columbus, Ohio. And what I'm most excited about for 2024 is traveling somewhere I haven't been and not having an itinerary once I'm there and really just allowing myself to 
discover and stumble upon versus plan and reserve and have an itinerary. So here's to discovering and stumbling through the year. That's awesome. And it's that's, so cool. It's really awesome. It feels good. And it feels a little bit opposite of what I just said. And I feel bad about saying, <laughs> oh, I want to go have, I want to have a mole cooking class experience. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that idea of going somewhere and just seeing where the wind blows you, that's the dream. It's so cool. I, when she sent over this audio file, I was like, fuck yeah, 2024. The problem is, the problem is, is you and I have tried to do those vacations and it's been a total blowout. Wait, tell me, when have we tried to do that? So remember, blowout, I think blowout, by the way, is good. Blow, blowout sounds good. Oh, really? Oh, I guess when you think like big Big winter blowout, blowout, big winter blowout, (laughs) frozen. Uh, no, I'm thinking like a tire blowout, um, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think a little bit of when we did one of our Airstream adventures and I didn't book a couple of nights for a campground on the Oregon coast. Oh, and then we drove around looking for somewhere and we ended out on the dunes or yeah, whatever Yeah, and we were oh. really faced with the prospect of having to camp out in a Walmart Supercenter parking lot Which in I really Central thought was Oregon. a good backup plan, but once we were facing it it was so depressing it, it was bad like that really is a thoroughfare not like a fun thing that you do with your kids and your dog so i think it is awesome when people can do that and they just kind of go where it feels right i was uh i was listening to i was listening to an audiobook with laura lynn jackson who was the writer of signs, secret language of the universe. And <laughs> another frequent get, uh, guest in our brains on this podcast. Yes, exactly. And she had talked about going to Sedona and that they had tried to like go up to the Grand Canyon and do all these things. And then once they got there, they were like, F it, we're going back to Sedona because that was cool <laughs> that we liked that better than Grand Canyon. And I kind of like that where you just like, hey, I really felt a draw to go back to that place where I feel a need to go there. We kind of felt that way with Yahats in Oregon. Well, and Oban. Yeah, exactly. The Western Highlands in in Scotland. Like, you know, what do you, you base your trip out of Edinburgh, but like, I could have just stayed in Oban. Yeah, totally. And so I think it's super cool for Katie if she's not lugging behind an Airstream, which I'll tell you is it's not easy to do <laughs> unless you plan to go drag camping, but it's a super cool goal for 2024 and I'm eager to see what she does. That's awesome. Yeah, I I love that spirit of let's just go somewhere and see what happens. I would love to know if she has a short list of locations. Yeah. And if they're the western coast of the United States, you better goddamn well reach out to us. James. <laughs> I'm not naming names, but I'm naming names. Should we listen to another one? Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to do one cold. Like, we don't know what this is. Here we go. Hello, this is Steffi from Seattle. And what I'm looking forward to in 2024, I can't even pick just one. It's really hard for me. There's so many fun trips. We're going to see the eclipse at my in-laws. We're going to Vegas to see Fish at the Sphere. My little sister's having a baby and getting married. I mean, 2024 is coming in hot. 
I'm really looking forward to all sorts of things. And it will be the first summer off after my husband and I both went back to school and both became teachers. This will be our first summer off after both officially working as teachers for a full school year. So just so many fun things. Love the podcast. Love listening. Have a great 2024. Can't wait to hear what everyone is excited about. Okay, that was awesome. I will say the first thing I'll say. Yeah. So Steffi was a nanny and she was our daughter's nanny. She was a nanny to Ellis when Ellis was just 14 months, 14 months until like two and a half or three years old. And she, she was like a Mary Poppins. She was like the most amazing person. She was better so equipped amazing. to be in charge yeah. of a child than we were. Yeah, 100%. Such a lifesaver when we moved to Seattle. Uh, that's the first time I've heard her voice, not like in person. And she has a great voice. I know. Steffi, what are you doing, girl? You need to be on radio or podcast. And I, I, I'll tell you, like, there's little things that Ellis does every single day that are... Steffies. Oh, really? Yeah. There's Tell just, me. There's just like little things that she says or she does or the way that she kind of moves her head or just the way that Ellis loves pe- people because you and I don't love people. We but like Steffi truly loves people and um, Ellis really loves people. And I know that Steffi was, has just been an amazing part of Ellis's life. And It's also the little things. I think probably Ellis's love of like of colorful clothing that's flowy and comfortable. Peacocks. Like, she can't see a peacock oh. without saying something about it. That's for damn sure. Well, here's what I'll say about Steffi's plans for 2024. The eclipse. Mm. April. April 20, I think it's 22nd. We need to talk about that. We need. I thought it was the 8th. Yeah, I can't remember. It's in April. It is in April. Hey, everybody across the United States literally from the southern part like the texas all the way up through maine there are many many places where you will be able to see a full solar eclipse and if you haven't ever done that you need to do it we are absolutely going to find a place maybe it's not where steffi's going but if it is great she's going to texas and we don't like texas well i like it for steffi i personally am not spending any money in that state well speaking of the dragging the airstream it depends like can we drag the airstream all the way across to like ohio or should we just fly to maine i would love to i've never been to maine i would love to go to maine oh i want to go to maine so badly we got to find a place speaking of Aaron and amelia if you're listening we're following up with you we'd also love to go to dark county (laughs) ohio ohio (laughs) thousand percent for free farmland (laughs) but but nobody should miss the solar eclipse. They no don't come one. along that often. They don't come to the United States that often. You got to go. You got to experience and it. And it's you a have really to be... long one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some solar eclipses are sometimes like 30 seconds or 45 seconds. This one is supposed to be like four, four minutes. minutes or something yeah. like that. And it is an unreal. I'm not going to go too far into it because I don't want to do like the whole, you, you watch the whole trailer and now you don't need to watch the movie. This is a movie you need to go watch. Just experience it for yourself. We're going to do it. It's a huge thing for 2024, and everybody should put it on their well, goals list. Just to elaborate a little bit further, we went to see the total solar eclipse uh, in 2017, August 2017, 
when it hit over Eastern Oregon. Yes, we were in John Day, Oregon. Yeah, That's, and that we, was our target spot we went yeah, to. Yeah, and we were in the line of totality, which meant that we were there for the full darkness. That's and, right. That's right. So, so you have a swath. If you can yeah. imagine the width of the moon and the shadow that it casts, for example, because basically what's happening is the moon is blocking out, or it's the shadow of the moon, whatever it is, something is blocking the sun. And if you're a little to the left, a little to the right, you'll get a better, a less effect or a better effect. If you're right in the line of totality, dead set in the middle, there will be a blackout. And yeah. what happens is in the middle of the day, all of a sudden for four minutes, it's the middle of the night. You it literally is just the middle of the, the night. Sky. The sky is dark. The, the birds get confused and start yeah. chirping and flipping out. And it was we. I mean, again, we're not gonna give the movie away here. But Barker had prepared me to say, you know, people have like their heart starts racing, they start whooping, and I thought this is crazy talk. And then we went to it, and I had all of those experiences. You see the silvery light, you see the shadows, the temperature drops as the moon gets closer and closer, and. Yeah, when the moon hit the sun, it was a very I don't want to say spiritual because I don't I, I didn't feel like closer to God in that moment, but I definitely felt it was an out of body super physical moment that I was just like and I all You got I, emotional. You almost yeah, like teared up. Yeah, I was so up. emotional yeah. and all I could think was holy fuck, how did people do this? 200, 500 years That's ago. That's right. We were thinking about that. Before there was technology and one of these eclipses hit and they they must have thought it was the end times. Absolutely. I can't even imagine what it would have been yes. like if you were, say, like an, you know, a Native American, you were out in the forest, and then all of a sudden at noon, it was pitch black. That would have fucking freaked any and you're paying attention to nature, out. and nature's flipping out because nature doesn't understand. Again, the birds, like... So creepy. Nobody knows what's going on. Yeah. So, anyways, we're... So, the total eclipse that's happening this year... April. April is actually longer than the one that happened in 2017. Let me ask you this, because we had to go out, essentially, to a rural area. We drove off fire roads, yeah. and we were out in the trees, and that was one experience. This particular total solar eclipse will happen across many big metropolitan areas. I think, yeah. I think Indianapolis is one of them. Cincinnati. Yeah. Would you want to, and if you live in those places and you can't get away, experience it, of course. But would you want to experience it in like an urban environment or would you want to go somewhere more um, forested, secluded? Totally the latter. Yeah. I don't want to be in a city where like, like car alarms are going off. Oh, and good point. Yeah. People are like acting weird in grocery stores and shit. Like, no, I want to be out with nature. I want to hear the birds make their changes. I want to see the shadows warble. I mean, even when we had the lunar eclipse a few months ago up here in north of Seattle, it was it was fun for me to watch to hear the birds, see the nature. I mean, like it, I think it feels better to have my feet on the soil and feel the the creatures around me. I think everybody should put this on their goals list for 2024. Yeah, whatever the date is. <laughs> um, 
yeah, Google it. We'll put it in the show notes. But April something. It's either the 8th or the 22nd. It's somewhere in there. I don't know. But either get way, thee, we need to follow up with Aaron. Get thee to the path of totality. Thank you, Steffi. Next caller. Okay. Give me a second here. Um, oh, you're going to love this one. Okay. Hi, my name is Marjana and I live in Lucerne, Switzerland. In 2023, I believe I spent too much time trying to catch up with life in a post-pandemic world, catch up with travel, with seeing all of my family members and friends. And don't get me wrong, it was all wonderful, but also tiring. FOMO is exhausting. And I want 2024 to be the year of joy of missing out, of taking time to go slower, to build even deeper relationships with maybe fewer people, appreciate what's local and unlearn and relearn. What an influencer. (sighs) Oh my God. Marjana, such an influencer. she, She just coined the idea of the joy of missing out. FOMO is now JOMO. I love it. She's so fucking smart. You know what? The polls are fucking cool. Okay, so so for everyone who's listening, they're like, is that a Swiss accent? No, that is 100% <laughs> oh, Yeah, she's not calling a- it from Switzerland, <laughs> but also from the motherland of Poland. She, Marjena, is another one of these like people that I became one of my very best friends. Uh, while I was working at Amazon, she's originally from Warsaw. She now lives in Switzerland. Uh, but I think it's hilarious, though, because I follow her on Instagram, as I've mentioned before on this podcast, and her Instagram accounts are always... I love them, but I'm always at a point where I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to mute this shit because, like, I can't be with you for your beautiful, exotic vacations with your beautiful family. Yeah. And here's I, my beautiful family on a camel outside of a pyramid in Egypt. Yeah, here's my beautiful family on a yacht outside of Yeah, whatever, they're on some UAE. island in South Africa. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. So anyways, this is not criticism, Marjana. This is no. uh, we wish we wish we were there. Yeah, this this is FOMO. Like I, I, I like full on FOMO. I, I fear that I'm missing out on whatever vacation plans you have travel you have like planned for this year because her plans are always, like her photos are always so beautiful. It's not obvious from my name, Barker, but no. I do have Polish ancestry. I consider myself Polish. Half. Yeah. And when I first met Marjana, it was immediately like I met a, a part of my family. Like I had met someone who was in my family. Her eyes look exactly like my mom's eyes. Yeah. And I just have a very strong connection to Marjana. I want to be wherever she is. I want to do yeah. whatever she's doing. She's always doing cool shit. Um, I mean... She's always at art galleries and traveling or or giving back to the community. It's not even that. Forget what she's, if she's doing things that are extravagant. I just want to be sitting there, you know, uh, apparently in Switzerland. How much longer is she going to be there? Is she moving to the States? She should move to the States. 2024 well, you know, should be the year of moving to the of States. It. Oh, I know you did. I am such a They jerk. could have moved here to Seattle and you said, no, don't do it. I was like, girl, live in Switzerland. I would live there, become a like clock worker. And she was like, okay. <laughs> uh, I think Marcia, honestly it was the right counsel. 
It However, was the right counsel. She has discovered that while living in Switzerland, that Switzerland is not the most progressive place to live no. on the planet. Nope. It's it's a wealthy place to live, uh, which means there's a lot of good things about it, but it's not super progressive from a no. They only allowed rights, women to vote a, in the seventies. When when did the United States allow women to vote? Nineteen twenty one. Okay, just asking for a friend. Fuck, I'm like, like, wait, what was the thing that happened in nineteen eighteen? <laughs> Something happened in nineteen eighteen. I'm just trying to test your history degree. Like, did you get your money's worth? God, I hope my dad. I don't think my dad listens to this, and I think that's a good thing. <laughs> So he's not going to be the next caller. Um, why do I say caller? I Should love I it. Turn up the dial. It's because James like, messed it up. He's like longtime listener, first oh, time caller. Oh yeah, James did it. James again. James. He's the best. <laughs> so is Marjana. So is Steffi. So is Katie. Everyone's the best. All right. Speaking of best. Um, my longest and closest friend, David, mm-hmm. and his partner, Gabriella, they spent the new year, and actually they intentionally try to spend the new year every year in somewhere new and different, and they're spending this new year in Japan. David and Gabriella sent us a video postcard, so we're going to play that one. Happy New Year from Nippon, a.k.a. Japan. I've noticed over the years, people make New Year's resolutions and I keep them. I don't want to go in for that hypocrisy. While talking with a friend about New Year's resolutions, she mentioned how her therapist told her, let's talk more action. This is an ethos we'd like to bring into 2024 as well. Something that we've done uh, during our relationship is travel around New Year. And through the year, we make a point to learn phrases and words in different languages that are going to help us during our travels. Another one of our friends told me that it was their New Year's resolution to learn and speak more Spanish. I thought what a great idea and I'd love to help her accomplish this. So another one of our New Year's resolutions is to try to help those we know actualize their resolutions. Depending on what it is, of course. We love love you and and hope 2024 brings a lot of needed change. Beneficial growth for all people and beings. Innovation. Creativity. And joy. You can do it. (laughs) That was so appropriate. Oh my gosh, that was so good. So both of these people are very creative. Like she is a documentarian, he's a musician. It's and so perfect. And they're both really like maybe I'm using this word wrong, you tell me, empathic. Like they like Yeah. Yeah, not 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 cold and walled off. They're like very much like caring for their fellow human. I don't it's not that they love people, so to speak, but they love individual souls. They really want to connect with people on a very meaningful and intentional basis. It was really nice when they stayed with us this last summer. Well, and as you've witnessed with with David, who I've known since I was 13 or 14. Yeah. And we've gone years without talking to each other. I know everybody says this, hey, we can go years but and pick up. Our, but like David and I have a connection that... You know, if I don't talk to him between now and my deathbed, on my deathbed, he'll be the most important person there sitting at my deathbed. I love what they said about encouraging or helping other people along their 
their resolutions, you know? Um, what's one of the most supportive things you can do? Hey, don't bloviate about I'm going to lose 10 pounds or I'm going to learn Mandarin this year. But like, hey, is there something you want to accomplish? Can I help you along that? You know, Gabriela yeah. says, um, you want to learn Spanish? I, I know. I know. I can help that. That's that's fucking fantastic. I would love that. I love that. I mean, one of the things I've been thinking about in the new year is like, do I want to learn to be more like physically active, self-defense thing? And I was like, well, I'm going to maybe rope in my friend Justin because not because he's good at that, but because maybe he can encourage, we can encourage each other on that. Like, yeah, I don't each know other if I can, accountable. Yeah. I don't know if I can do it on my own. Yeah. I might need somebody else to, to be my, you know, um, to goad me along. I mean, I'm, I'm saying goad cause I'm not a good person. I'm thinking about prodding someone with a stick. Uh, you know, I think what David and Gabriella were, say, were saying is like support. I'm yeah. thinking more like prod with a sharp stick cause I'm a jackass. Um, but you hey, know, it always comes down to carrots or sticks. Yeah. What do you think about that? Carrots or sticks? What's the, is it the combo that that's the, is it the peanut butter and chocolate is the, the, the carrot and the stick or can you just do it with one? Can you do it with the carrot or the stick? I don't think you can ever just do it with the carrot. You don't think you can ever just do it with the carrot, but can you just do it with the stick? No. Not in a not in a good feeling way. Huh? No, the line that we used to use at work was you have to have the cheese and the broccoli. For someone to eat broccoli, they've got to have the Wait, like. Who used that at what work? Where'd you use that? My southern colleagues when I was at Amazon. Really? We would always call it the cheese and the broccoli. Wow, I've you never said that to me before. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I we have a daughter who loves broccoli on it. I mean, own, it didn't broccoli. ever apply for our household because yeah. I was like. But I get it. I get it. It's like, if you know that you have someone in your family that's never going to want to eat the green cruciferous vegetable, you got to put the cheese on it. Like, you got to do both. So, I don't believe the stick ever works. I believe you've got to do both. Um, But the sentiment sentiment is awesome, which is, hey, you've got a goal. I'm going to help you with that. Yeah, Yeah, my style might be sharp stick. Somebody else's style might be um, just support and encouragement. I don't know the analogy versus the stick. Yeah. I, I think that that one is better as a friend. It's better to not have a sharp stick, but to have like a... Yeah, we went off on a tangent. That's a tangent. Yeah. But no, no, no. This, this sentiment was was nice and pure, and I, I, I want it. I would love it. I, yeah. I want to tell somebody like David, hey, this year I really want to accomplish that, and I want someone like him to say... I'm going to support you in that. How can I yeah. support you? That's it's like re- check re- in on me on a monthly basis. Like put a thing on your calendar that says, send a text to Barker that says, how are you doing on your Krav Maga lessons or whatever? Because the fact of the matter is if you were to text him back, you'd be like, yeah, fuck it. I'd like gave it up. All right. So unfortunately that, concludes our voicemail call what do we call it anyway point is you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna mention that so ellis in her class this year she had to give a new year's resolution before the end of the school year or before school went out for break and one of the resolutions that she had was to spend more time with her dog dharma the 
crouton eater. The felon who just ate the crouton. And I will just say, our dog is... I'm probably going to get emotional talking about this. Our dog is 13 years old. She'll be 14 in April. And she's a German Shepherd mix. And German Shepherds... Anything past the age of 12 is kind of up for grabs. Like 12 is always the magic number. Like if you've got a purebred... You sure you want to elongate this and stretch this out? What do you mean? I know. You're going to get all emotional. I, I love this dog so much. We got her in 2010. I love her. And I share my resolution with Ellis in that we don't know. We don't know if this is going to be the last year with her. She's showing signs of confusion, having a hard time, like, moving around. She's kind of having personality traits she's never had before. And, um, you know, we had a friend, we had a friend and colleague, Julie, who died at the age of 39 of cancer in 2016 was it 2016 2015 15 maybe 15 and one of my biggest regrets one of my biggest regrets like ever in life actually was never really telling julie what she meant to me as a communications professional really yeah you told this to me before i don't know i like I really regret it because when she had cancer and I knew it was not good, I was reading the blog and she was flying to Dallas all the time for treatments and going through all of the things. I never thought to reach out to her to say, you changed my life. You made me think about things differently. Or, you never thought about it or you just thought like this isn't the time or I shouldn't. Like, yeah, I just never did. I thought yeah. about it, but I never did. Yeah. And that's the part that gets me is because I thought about it and I wanted her to know that she had made that impact in my life, but I never told her. And then my godmother died a few years ago. And she was in hospice care, and I had been wanting to send an email to her. Same story. Send an email to her to let her know, like, you've inspired me in this way. And, like, you know, silly, not silly things, but, like, whenever I listen to Yo-Yo Ma play cello, I think of my Aunt Grace. Why is that? So when we would go over to her house for dinner with my Aunt Grace and Uncle Peter, they would always turn on like really nice contemporary classical music. Hmm. In my household, you know, my dad was playing like Mamas of the Papas yeah, and yeah, Crosby yeah. Stills. Like it was very like... Reliving his 60s youth, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But when I went over to their house, there was something just like very elevated about the music and the decor mm. and just the food that they served and everything was just like such a thing where I would go there and I would say to myself, I want this. Like I want, you know, like this, it, it's, it's unpretentious, but it's authentic. It's beautiful, but it's not 
glamorous. Like there's just something about it that I just always mm-hmm. really loved about going to my Aunt Grace and Uncle Peter's house. Do you, you think, I think that the situation is different with Julie. Obviously she was so young and your interactions were not that frequent. You, but your Aunt Grace, she, she probably knew that you appreciated that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'd like to think so. I um, And I think that's what I would like to make sure that I change, not just in 2024, but always. That if there's someone who's really meaningful in my life, like who is doing something that really changes me or impacts the way that I think or even with even with Dharma Bum, like I want her to know at the very last minute that she could not have been loved more in her life. That is what I want for not just 2024, but for always. Like I just I don't why should I hold back on letting people know that they're meaningful to me? I mean, that's exactly what we started talking about. Like, why does it have to be New Year's Day to make a resolution? No, make it today. Why does it have to be someone's birthday to say, happy birthday, uh, you're important in my life? No, when it occurs to you, when in the middle of the day, it occurs to you, hey, I I, I remember that time we did X. Just send a note and be like, that, yeah. was, that was important to me. That was fun. I love that. You know, yeah. um, you're doing something challenging in your, your career and you're, you're thinking... Oh, I I learned this lesson when I was a young cub from that person. Send a note to that person and be like, hey, I was reminded you. Yeah, you and, know, I, and I did that today at your urging where I said, hey, I was really thinking about so-and-so today. And you were like, send him an email. Tell him that you care about him. Yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah. Like, why am I holding back? And I will be embarrassed to say I told you to do that, but I also don't do that. Like... I, I should take my own medicine that I gave to you, which is there's people who are important to me in my life, but I think, oh, there's nothing, no date coming up. There's no reason. I can't just reach out. And I think it's maybe maybe more of like a, a male thing. It's like I have no reason to be yeah. texting you right now, but, but I just should just be like, hey, thinking about it. literally, and that's not a male thing to do. Yeah. But- if I could just say, hey, I'm just, hey, I'm thinking about you right now. No, no, yeah. no action item. No action no, item. And I will tell you, <laughs> I, I've, I've gotten texts from past coworkers from Amazon where people were like, hey, so-and-so and I were talking about you today. I just want you to know that we really miss you. And like, and that makes you feel good. God, it makes me feel so good. It makes my whole day. Yeah. And, um. And I, and I think as a society, we so overvalue not showing vulnerability mm-hmm. that we're so focused. And, and I speak for myself. This is like something I've been working on with my therapist. It's like I am so focused on not being vulnerable and not showing people that I'm vulnerable that I'm shutting myself off from meaningful relationships and growth in partnership with other people. And then I have moments like this where like, Julie, my godmother, like people that I've worked with, like they don't know what they meant in my life. And I fucking hate that. Like I want them to know how important they were in my life. And that, I think that's important. I think it's really, really, really important. Well, 
It's important for you to hear that voice in your head that says that person's important important to me and how are they important. But it, even if it's not that monumental, like don't build it up to be something so monumental. Like it's a, yeah. if it, it's just a casual middle of the day on a Wednesday. Hey, dude, um, thinking about you or hey, remember that time we did this? That was super cool. Like yeah. and just. It's 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 a good touch. It's just touch touch points, and also reminding people that you've had, you know, that you care. Like that's that's yeah. good stuff. And I think that that you know, kind of, you know, closing the loop on this with, with our little girl here, our our thirteen year old German Shepherd Almost mix. 14, yeah. Like, and I don't want to say her name because she's here on the couch, and I don't want to disturb her. <laughs> if I say her name, she'll look up at me. Um, and so I share that resolution with my, and I, I'm kind of like with David on this one. I don't really want to do resolutions, but I think about what Ella said and it's like, I just want to spend time with the people I love and I want them to know that I love them and I want to be open with my love and my time. And for someone like, I'll just say her name, Dharma, like I want to give her walks and I want her to feel that love while she's walking and... Um, I know, I mean, this is just like, what's the harm in that? There's no, there's no harm. There's only goodness from it. And that's, I think it's good for me. It's good for her. It's good for the universe. It's 2024, baby. So do you think after all that, we need to actually have a conversation about what we're looking forward to in 2024 or do we kind of encapsulate it? I mean, I feel like I have, but unless you have some... Do you have something different? I mean, look, there's the eclipse. Yeah, which we've talked about. There's our bestest girl who is turning um, in April in dog year. She's turning 98. Yeah. To put that into perspective. She's our best girl. Um, I think that you could read between the lines and realize I have some desire to learn self-defense from the Israeli <laughs> military. Justin, are you listening? This is all on your shoulders. Um, no, I think this is great. I think who cares what we think? We we've had some like really great friends um, give some inspiration to us and to everybody yeah. listening. I'm I like, mean, I think my big resolution is to make sure James has a great West Coast adventure that includes me in it. Or if he chooses not to include you, to torpedo. Yeah. Totally torpedo. You're fucking dead to me, bud. <laughs> <laughs> we know government actors up and down the West Coast. <laughs> we can make it very, very difficult Don't on go you. To California. <laughs> <laughs> Our network is thick and deep. Whereas Katie will be smooth sailing. She's like, yeah, I'm not worried about this. <laughs> Dungles. <laughs> no, that was great. That was really, really nice to hear from it. From um, Wait, we won't call Gloria's? them. What's that? Where was Gloria's? Hi, I'm Gloria. I'm from Barcelona, Spain. And what I'm looking forward to in 2024 is more self care and new healthy habits. I'm with her. I'm Here's gonna... what I'd say to Gloria. Okay. You need to be more specific. <laughs> Damn. 
Do not say that. More healthy habits. What? What? Exercise? Drinking less? So, Gloria, who I adore, I know that- I do too. She has been learning how to surf in the last 12, 14 months. Off the coast of Spain? Yeah. You sure she's not in Portugal? She might be going, I mean, I know she's from Barcelona, but like she is going out and learning how to surf. And that's been a big deal for her. That is a big deal. I've wanted to learn how to surf. I grew up in San Diego and never surfed a day in my life and regret that a little bit. That's awesome. She's been going out with like surfing crews and she's been making friends that way. And I think that is so fucking cool. And I love that she has... Push herself outside of her comfort zone. She's going out meeting new friends. She's trying something that's like really physically active. I love it. Like there's nothing about, I, I mean, I know for her healthy habits, she, she also is someone who's very into astrology, tarot, metaphysics. Like she's even gotten a psychic for her dog. A psychic for her dog? Yeah, she's had She a, didn't send that in the video. I know, note, like, she should have. Uh, yeah, no, are she's Are you had outing a, her? A little bit, but she's told me, and I think she's okay with it. But <laughs> she's had a psychic who's come and read her dog, and then her dog has relayed some of the messages to Gloria, and they've been 100% spot on. No. Yes. And, in a Spanish? And Well, for her, it would be Catalonian. Oh. Because that's Gloria's first language. Is Catalan. And her dog? I'm assuming that's her dog's first language. Wow. So she, yeah. So I think like, you know, even when I was working with Gloria, even up to April of last year, it was something she was hyper focused on. And it was so fun to watch. Like, and and I think it's really important for people when you have your career life, but then you have your personal life. And for people, when they have their personal life, when they have kids, it's usually around the kids, right? It's kind of like, I'm volunteering at my kid's school or I'm going to their school pageant. But when you don't have kids, what what is that? Like, what is the thing? And for Gloria... You become a LARPer. It's not... For Gloria, it's not LARPing. Thank God. <laughs> no offense to the LARPers out there, but thank God. And like Google for Gloria, it. it's fucking cool. She's going out learning how to surf and she's getting like dog psychics and That's she's rad. like focusing on metaphysics and it's really, really cool to watch. So I'm really happy for Gloria that she's continuing on this journey and I'm with you in spirit, uh, mi amiga and... Uh, you really, you're Damn really, oh. you're really trying hard to, to search your brain for some Spanish language. I can that tell. That was not that hard. No, you, you, everybody should see Ashley's face. You no, were struggling. I don't have a hard face. I don't have a hard face. Well, I did almost call you my grandma. It's fine. I did almost say mi abuela. It's cool. I, so I went with mi amiga. <laughs> Shut up. You're not my grandma, Gloria. And I don't know Catalonian. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? I think this was a nice, uplifting uh, way to start the year. It was great. I think we're great. I feel refreshed. I do, too. I feel like I'm hearing Katie. I'm hearing James. I'm hearing David and Gabriella, Steffi and Gloria. Like, I feel good. It makes me think we should hear from these people more often. 
I know. We need to do like a three-month, six-month, and nine-month check-in. Totally agree, except three months is too long. I think we're calling everybody tomorrow. <laughs> group, group. Okay, well, let's keep it short because the TikTok audience likes bite-sized things. Yeah, this is already way too long for them. All right. I love you. Good night. I love you too.